Hello everyone, my name is Diana Perez. And my name is Daulet Alexander. And we are your hosts for the Lucky Mars podcast. Um, guys, I just wanted to point out a thought I had this past week. I was at the beach with a guy friend. Yes. <laughs> a guy alone, him and I at the beach. And this thought came to me. We were talking about friends and how things change or whatever. And then my mind went elsewhere. And I started thinking about the faces we go through with friendships and relationships and how they change as we learn to trust one another. In conclusion, the thought I had was that this podcasting thing is like a friend, a new friend. And this friend and us, we are in the phase where we are getting to know each other, but we haven't gotten that weird with them yet. But eventually, with time, we will, which means we'll get funnier, clumsier, <laughs> vulnerable even, <laughs> and y'all are that friend. Or I don't know if I'm just saying this to make me feel better about my sense of humor, but I am so glad to meet y'all, and I hope we can become good friends, if that metaphor even made sense. <laughs> that rhymed. Okay, so friends, we will discuss dating culture today. And to start it off, we will first serve some freshly brewed tea. <laughs> and yeah, we will be talking about how we fucked up and realized we had it all wrong all these years. Dating, I mean. But I gotta address something before we touch on dating culture. Because we gotta acknowledge the situation we're in. COVID fucking 19. People are dying. People are losing their jobs. People are scared for themselves or for their loved ones. And I don't want to scare y'all even more, but this shit is serious. I quarantined completely at the beginning, but I have to acknowledge that when quarantine was lifted and clubs were even open in Texas for a while, that I started hanging out with a small group of friends, a group in which we had settled on only seeing each other to be safe. Obviously, that's how everything started, and I eventually started going to larger hangouts. Then a family friend got sick, then another, then a few people I knew had COVID, one passed away, and yeah, um, I had to know people that got COVID to take this seriously, so I just went MIA, then I recently started hanging out with a select few I knew were taking care of themselves and took extra precautions. Anywho, there are some who live alone and can go wherever and with whoever, because they're not going back home to people who are more likely to get affected by the virus. Then there are some who live with those who cannot risk being exposed to it. And lastly, there are just some that want to play it safe for sure. And for those, where does that leave dating culture at all? Is it canceled? Like, what? Mm -hmm. Am I supposed to be, like, alone? What? Bro, COVID has changed things forever but it definitely has changed the dating scene. And I mean, we're hoping that this episode will change the way you date, period, COVID or not. Um, listen closely, guys, because we are about to go off. And no shade, but especially all you Libras and Leos out there, you have to be alone until you're healed. You can casually date, but getting into a full-fledged relationship without ever pausing and working on yourself is doing yourself a huge disservice. And honestly, you're not even giving your desired relationship a fair shot. 
I also want to point out that throughout this episode, we're going to be speaking from our point of view because it's easier to speak candidly. Um, so just take our message, however it resonates with you and, you know, whatever your sexual orientation is. And also we're not out here to attack men. Um, you know, we all have a part to play. Women can be toxic too. So, and um, we love men though. So <laughs> yeah, we're low key feminists. Okay. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so after a few toxic relationships and some much needed self-awareness that I gained throughout therapy, I realized that I was not seriously evaluating my love life. Like, damn bitch, how the fuck did you let that shit happen? And it's okay, we know better now. Um, and honestly, when you know better, you'll realize that it was a cry for help. Uh, I learned that relationships were an escape for me, but also a subconscious way to perpetuate the cycle of self-sabotage rather than face myself because that's just way easier. Before the end of my last relationship, I also realized that I had never been single for longer than a year, and it just kept creating all of this unnecessary drama in my life. So I really wanted to optimize my youth because that clock was fucking ticking. It was literally the death of my soul. So eventually, I uh, stayed out of the dating game and worked on myself, and I started to see everything so clearly, like, it's been three years since my last relationship and I just started to realize all kinds of different things about society. Like this cycle is ingrained in society. It wasn't just me. Um, and mainly in the Middle Eastern culture, women don't really leave home until they're married. And the natural progression just seemed that like, once you finish school, you get married. And, you know, if you find someone at that age and want to settle down, cool, but that's for the very rare few. For the rest of us out there, like, are you really evaluating the person you're giving your time to? Like, why do you feel so inclined to waste your younger years? A lot of us don't even know who we are once we graduate college and we're just starting the rest of our lives. So, um, I don't know, most of us just do what is expected of us without like thinking about who we are and what we even want and because i've been single for so long like let me tell you guys it's been peaceful as fuck and i really value my freedom and my peace of mind so i'm gonna take a microscope to a connection before i let another human being into my life like that like Every single one of us has had some kind of experience in life that has like dented us a little bit to some capacity. And you don't know who you're letting into your life when you jump into relationships like that. Like you could end up marrying a psychopath for all you know. And I'm just gonna make damn sure that whoever I decide to share my life with is self-aware because you can't fake that. And guys, let me tell you, some men will put on a fucking show and we don't want no frauds, okay? And talking about frauds, let me tell y'all a little story. Um, once upon a time, I used to actually give a fuck about what people thought about me. It was not so long ago. I was in high school, and I thought I was, like, a good girl or whatever. But anyways, I cared deeply about my reputation, so... I tried to do nothing wrong in the eyes of society, 
and thought I was unfuckwithable around men. Uh, a bunch of guys wanted to get with me and I wouldn't really pay attention to them because I thought I knew better and I didn't want to really deal with fuckboys. I thought everything was clear for me back then. Or, yeah, like I thought I did. But then this college man came up and love bombed me. He literally swept me off my feet right away. And because he was this older guy from college, I automatically thought he was mature, knew what he wanted, and that he had to be the exception from the guys who I knew better. Because obviously, only high school men are fuckboys. Two years later, I realized the love bombing was hiding the emotional abuse that was ahead of me. Obviously, I chose to stay there for so long. And there were good things about that relationship too, but I did not know better. My high school self did not know better. Once I was out of that relationship, I was like, damn, I didn't see like all the possibilities that I had, that I had options. I could have like met other people, gotten to know myself better. And like, yeah, like that was just not a good fit for me. I also had this big aha moment of realizing that I am a fucking woman. And yes, it's obvious, like, I know and it's been known that I am a woman, but I realize what being a woman actually means and what we have normalized that shouldn't really be normalized. How we are gaslighted and how our intuition is often overridden by shoulds and shouldn'ts since we were born and how that played a part into the reason why. I stayed in a relationship that was not even a good fit for me. After getting out of this relationship, which I know some of you listening probably know who I'm talking about, which makes it kind of weird to talk about it, but you know, sometimes you just got to speak your truth to be able to help others do something about their own truth. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And I didn't really know how to process this whole experience. So I didn't really mourn the relationship or what it had done to me. Instead, I just tried to like live life or I thought I was doing that. And I did a lot of soul searching until I got to therapy. And with therapy, I was able to mine all the goals from that experience. It really helped me find that self-awareness and realize my worth and how much my time is worth. I opened this whole world full of possibilities and realized that dating is more than just falling in love. You really need to choose who you fall in love wisely, which is why I should have dated around all along. Dude, seriously. And going back to my high school self, going a little throwback, (laughs) I, I would have felt bad if I dated around back then because that makes me look like a fuck girl or whatever but bro who the fuck cares about what people think about me and my dating style they're not the ones investing their time in possibly dangerous men or women and they ain't paying my bills either so i really gotta weigh my options before i make a decision which is why i date around now And after that long relationship, I dated a few guys here and there. And right off the bat, I would get, like, really serious with them or even exclusive, even though we had never talked about that. And I would go with their flow. So, 
And I also realized that because I like these guys, I thought I should date them too, but no. Ladies and gentlemen, take notes, please. If you like someone, you do not have to date them. You need to figure out this person first, weigh your options, and decide whether this person is worth your time and emotions because liking someone is just not enough. And this seems so fucking obvious, like, Hey, Vianna, I know I don't have to date Ted just because I think he's hot. Because, duh, he's a fuckboy and I will not date a fuckboy. But um, sometimes we forget to listen to our heads and logic, which is why it is so important to stay aware. And even do a green flags list or just a checklist or a deal breaker list if you really need to. This list should include what your partner needs to possess that will make the relationship healthy and a good fit for you. In conclusion, dating these men here and there and feeling like I had to date them because we liked each other and then realizing I didn't need to made me more picky and I started to juggle men. (laughs) Juggling men sounds so bad, but it really isn't and Also, the realization that I would go with their flow made me get my shit together with men to have the ball in my court. Now I decide what direction we take and I set the boundaries so that direction is taken for sure. Preach. Yeah. No more passive dating for me either. Like, I realized I was held back by other people's insecurities and the wrong relationship can really set you back Uh, I mean, just, like, feeling like you're walking on eggshells and dimming your light, like, that's so sad. (laughs) Why? Just to stay in a relationship, that means that that person doesn't value you, and, you know, but it's now kind of created a little bit of a complex for me, like, since I want to optimize my youth, I just feel like being in a relationship will capsize my potential, and right now I feel limitless, man, so... I'm focused on my career, but of course, I'm only human, and we all need a little bit of romance, so I just decided to date smarter, and you know, if there's a seemingly solid dude that comes around, then I just lay it all out on the table and let them know what's up, aka let them know that I'll settle down at the peak of my career, so let's just get to know each other right now, like, let's be real, you know that they're dating, like, X amount of girls anyways, (laughs) like, that's just the dating culture. So why am I going to put all my eggs in one basket and like my time and energy and emotions into someone when I got shit to do? And you would think it's all smooth sailing from there since we're both on the same page, like not looking for anything serious, but the problem arises when there's disrespect. And it really doesn't have to fucking be that way. I don't know why they make it so hard, (laughs) but I think it's because as a society, we've tolerated shit for so long that the dating culture has become absolute trash. Like everything is at the tip of our fingers and our need for instant gratification makes a lot of people make the unfortunate mistake of believing that the grass is greener on the other side. Well, it ain't. And good luck searching forever for another me. And just a sidebar, this dating culture has made us tear down other women and men. And when I say good luck finding another me, that isn't me tearing down other women. Each human is special because they are them and nobody else can be them. That's our power. And 
nobody else can be me and that's my power and we don't have to hate another woman because some dude started seeing her and left us on the back burner like it really isn't that personal most of the times like we're being used as pawns in a game of triangulation to fuel their ego or some of the times it's just that they genuinely are a better match for each other and that's totally okay your match is out there too so my point is like other people's uniqueness and beauty doesn't take away from ours and it's just best to step away and like not even go there like that's just gonna hurt your self-esteem and you know it's like i said not personal um it took me a while to realize this and master but what really helped me with understanding that is um any redirection in life is the universe's way of protecting me or guiding me to what's meant for me yeah and not only has this dating culture made us tear down others but it has also hidden our more vulnerable side because obviously we could not show ted how we really feel about him because then he'll get bored and guys when i say ted i'm not referring to any ted specifically in my life <laughs> it's just a name i like to use as an example but yeah I mean, things are just so fucking complicated nowadays, and it gets so frustrating. And I gotta admit, I'm guilty of this, too, even though I hate it. But there comes a time where you need to cope with the game, or else you won't be able to get what you truly want. You literally have to play the game in order to be part of this fucked up dating culture, or at least that's what I thought. Some of the things that we do is that we ghost as a way to end things. We're in a constant competition of who can care the least. We're too focused on sex. We even get strategic with our responses or reactions. And I know I'm guilty of that still. But, <laughs> and we don't feel accountable for the pain we inflict on others. And okay, guys, this is what triggers me the most. Like, there have been numerous men that have promised me the moon one day and the next they're with another girl. And for what? I literally just wanted to hook up with them and that's it. I did not need to hear your love bombing. Just be fucking straight up and you'll still be able to hook up with people. Chill. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I'm guilty of getting bored easily. Um, I just think if you're, you don't feel safe enough to express your emotions to a person, then that's your clear sign that they're not safe for you. Like, it's not a safe place to love. It's that simple. And we're just so used to romanticizing a person and putting them on a pedestal that we don't see that message plain and clear. Yeah, I mean, people are just people. We don't need to put them on pedestals. They're the same as you and I. And... Also, something that can get so frustrating is how we tend to get stuck in a gray area. We are literally left constantly wondering where relationships are headed because we are too scared to talk about it. Because like I said, if we tell Ted, <laughs> why did I choose Ted as a name? But okay, if we tell Ted how we really feel, he might get bored. Well, no, bro. If you really think he'll get bored, then throw the whole fucking man away. <laughs> Ration, ladies. <laughs> so, instead of coping by playing the game, I have now officially decided to take matters into my own hands. I casually date and say what I want right off the bat, or I simply keep things light, and I also make sure that they keep things light. Like, if they start love-bumming me, I'm like, okay, I appreciate your comments, but 
I think we should keep things light. Yeah, and talk for the ones that don't know no better. Yeah, and I do get to know these men, and I observe them and how they act around me and all of their responses. And being in this fully aware mode or like practicing mindfulness helps me notice what kind of person they really are if they have any sketchy traits and whether they possess any deal breakers from my list and honestly y'all it's been fun so so fun and <laughs> i don't know if this might sound weird but it even feels like an experiment no that's not weird at all because it is yeah and i really am observing these men and how they treat me and everything is making sense by doing this i was able to figure out this one guy this fucking guy well he and i had been talking on and off for a while but i would keep things very light same as him then this one day a friend tells me he wants something serious with me like bro we haven't talked in months and you want to date me what about what i want do you even know me but my ass obviously decided to go on like two or three dates with him and just by the way our conversations went and how fast he was trying to move the pace of the relationship i realized or even like got this feeling that he had this idea of us in his head he saw me as wifey material i guess and wanted me to be his girlfriend not because of me of who i really am or because he liked me because i would make a good accessory i guess it honestly disgusted me but i cannot blame him maybe he doesn't even realize that he likes me for the wrong reasons but if i had gone with the flow and given my full attention to him instead of juggling men i would have ended up dating him because my needs were only met by one guy and i wasn't able to compare him to anyone yeah, I mean, so no more passive dating. And then I'm just at the point in my life where I'm not with the games. Like these rules and times of introspection sound like they simplify dating, but every relationship is different. And sometimes even with these reinforcements in place, it can still get the best of us. So the best way to keep yourself in check and not act like a crazy psycho bitch is <laughs> to practice what we like to call circle dating and some of you guys know it as keeping a roster and it can be hard to circle date because if you're like me we're not really built like that and we usually end up liking the person it is what it is man okay i'm not going to deny it anymore but we can manage it and it's important to circle date because you get to learn about yourself like deanna said earlier it's an experiment like you find out what your needs are and you're like, okay, if this element isn't in the dynamic of the relationship, then am I going to feel like I'm missing out on something? Can I live with that one thing not being there? Also, you'll be less willing to tolerate bullshit. Like boys be acting up. Okay. And it gets to us sometimes, but if he acts up, who cares? Cause you're circle dating. So thank you. Next. Um, it builds your confidence like anybody who says that attention from the opposite sex does not make you feel great is a liar um but of course your confidence should not be dependent on outside sources but still it does help build your confidence and you'll know your worth if you're doing it right and you know there are so many ways to do something right but i think the essential aspect that 
classify it as right means you're going out of your comfort zone, you're staying open-minded, and more, most importantly, you're not lowering your standards. Like, these men on your roster respect you. They're not toxic. Um, you genuinely enjoy their company. Like, even if a dude ends up trying to play you, you'll be unbothered because, one, he didn't play you since you've been doing all of this for you. And, two, you chose to spend time with this person and had fun when you did. Like I said, it's, it's been about you this entire time. So, like, you've known what's up. And, yeah, he can't play you if you know what's up. And if you are worried about catching feelings, a little tip is you can fill up your roster with men that have like just one thing about them that's a deal breaker. Nothing red flag related, but something like the conversations are whack or he's just not boyfriend material. And some of you might say, oh, I don't have time for a roster, but let me challenge that thought for a minute. We can all agree that time is money. Okay, and how stupid do you feel when you find out that he played you and wasted all of your time? You wasted a part of your youth on this one boy who ain't even shit. I know that shit hurts, but I bet now you're going to be more willing to casually date and get to know a few dudes and spread out that time. Just putting all your eggs in one basket, especially in this like fickle world these days, it's not a smart idea. So for me, a healthy amount on a roster is about three, mainly because I'm picky as fuck and I don't come across dudes I like that often. So circle dating just helps me spread out my time so that I learn about myself, gain dating experience, and actually enjoy myself. And, you know, COVID changed things like, bro, my campus just emailed us enforcing this new policy that all outside programs and social gatherings are prohibited and a violation of the student code. So we could get on probation and eventually suspended if we are repeat offenders. It even applies to individuals living off campus. So looks like I'm going to die alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and dating culture might seem like it's, or just like dating altogether, not just the dating culture. Dating seems like it's canceled due to COVID for those of us that we just can't see other people. But I mean, if, or things that I've managed to work with because I, I uh, miraculously met someone during COVID <laughs> is that if you know that person like beforehand and you know their group of friends and everything that way you're able to see whether they're going out if he or she or whoever is going out a lot or just staying home is actually quarantining and you can come to an agreement where you get tested and you guys only see each other so you can stay safe and well that's pretty much what I did and everything has worked out so far it was really out of the blue like how it happened but I'm really glad I it did happen and also like I know we are we already talked about this but about the amount of men you juggle I know sometimes our phones can be dry for like weeks or months and then there are times where like three or four 
like really good looking men or just like good catches like start reaching out to you and stuff so like the juggling men part it's just depends like like who is like reaching out to you or who you are reaching out to so you don't have to sit and wait around until a guy hits you up you can hit them up too but yeah and like this whole covid thing is also making us more picky yeah i mean honestly the only way to safely date during covid is to build trust with someone and establish some terms like deanna said like for example y'all are quarantining and don't see other people and only hook up with each other um if you were out socializing or think you've been exposed to covid and like get tested before seeing each other again or at least wait two weeks um i mean that can be really off-putting for a lot of people out there who have commitment issues, you know? Like, like I said, everything's at the touch of our finger. We think every, everything's better on the other side. So not a lot of people can really honestly do that. And at the end of the day, there's no guarantee. So also dudes will just say anything to get into a girl's pants. So I got trust issues, basically... I'm screwed. I don't know if there are other people out there who are with me on this. It seems like everyone our age is just like out there living their best lives amidst this pandemic. But yeah, I truly feel like I'm going to die alone. So I hope COVID (laughs) goes away real soon. Also something I've been seeing a lot since COVID started this is not an excuse to talk to your ex. So <laughs> please, guys, like if you threw that person away, if you guys broke up or whatever, it was for a reason. Like, don't make excuses to talk to your ex. Yeah, we move forward. We don't go backwards, okay? <laughs> and, you know, dating someone is a business decision. A marriage is a business decision. Like, COVID, you know, it's a risk to date these days. Like, imagine getting COVID from a fuckboy. Bitch, I would be so fucking mad. Like, ain't nobody got time to get sick. We have shit to do. Not only that, but, like, you could unknowingly spread the virus to someone else and be the reason a person suffers or even dies. And, like, I don't want that kind of blood on my hands, assuming I don't die from COVID. So, And if a guy even, like, risks you being exposed to the virus like that's already a deal breaker so like no just don't go there yeah and who you spend your time with is crucial like does that person have a negative disposition is that person insecure to the detriment of forming a healthy connection are they self-aware do y'all's core values match up does that person have ulterior motives for talking to you like what do they get out of it but also what do you get out of it? Like, don't tell me love because love is not enough. And you need someone that adds value to your life because you have built a life of your own and you're a whole person that loves yourself and your life. And you need to respect yourself enough to be more discerning of who is allowed to enter your life. Also, I believe falling into relationships like happens for a variety of reasons, whether it be we didn't have a good example of healthy relationships growing up Um, having low self-esteem, et cetera. But mainly I attribute it to like the high school dating style. And 
we need to level up our dating lives because we're grown now. Like you don't just date from a pool of people you go to school with or live in surrounding communities. We're big fish now, people. We got 7 billion people to choose from. Why the hell are y'all homie hopping? Like you really can't find yourself another dude that isn't six degrees of separation from your ex. Go out into the world and meet new people. Again, I know COVID changes things, and maybe that's like a sign from the universe that you need to be alone right now and work on yourself until things get better. But I personally cut everyone off that I used to know, and I managed to make a whole new group of friends in the smallest, biggest city. Like Houston is so big, and yet everybody knows each other. And like I said, I managed to make friends who didn't know anybody from my past and it was pretty peaceful. And, you know, you don't have to venture out that far. So, I mean, unless you live in a small town and if so, then get out there and expand your horizons if that's what you want, of course. Yeah. And if that is what you want, I mean, you need to get out of your comfort zone. Obviously, COVID, like you said, changes things, but I mean, trying to go to new places, um, even, like, girls making the first move, even, like, using Bumble, Tinder, or whatever, like, just get out there and meet people. You can meet wonderful people everywhere. We just don't see it because we're just so, like, stuck in this, like, comfort zone bubble. But, yeah, and you also got to think about boundaries. And when you think about boundaries, you need to think about your values and what you really want out of that relationship. So you need to think about whether you want to be intimate already. Like you don't have to hook up with every guy you're seeing. You you have the ball in your court. So you decide like if you're still getting to know this person and like you see like all these sketchy like traits, you might want to wait a little bit longer. You don't want to get fucked over And also, sex hormones are a thing. Like, they make you even feel more attached to that person. So you really need to be careful who you're sleeping with and or hooking up. But yeah, like, the ball is in your court and you decide what you're going to do and at what time you're going to be doing it. You need to be constantly asking yourself questions and get to know which boundaries work for you. Yeah, and dating smarter doesn't mean just safeguarding your feelings. It also means, you know, protecting your livelihood. So, you know, be private. It may be cute to have a dude pick you up and take you out, but what if he's a stalker, guys? (laughs) Have you ever thought of that? Oh, yeah, and there are crazy people out there, so you need to watch out until his actions prove his or hers or their actions prove otherwise. And usually the most charming ones are the most dangerous ones. So, uh, you know, like I said, save that talk for the ones that don't know no better. We're educating you guys, okay? Not everyone deserves to have access to you. Um, Also, in today's world, like, we feel the need to overshare. And, you know, just stop and see if that person even asks about you and your interests. Like, that right there will help you gauge the interest level. I'm generally an open book. and In the past, I've walked away from connections and been like, damn, they really didn't deserve to know me like that. So take your time. It generally takes like three to four months to see someone's true colors. There are some 
real special kind of jerks out there that don't even try to pretend. Um, but if you're a normal person, you're usually putting your best foot forward in the relationship. And also there are other special kind of jerks that, uh, take forever for their masks to fall off. Maybe like after you guys uh, got married or even a few years into the marriage. So it's really important to take things slow, get to know the person and listen to your intuition. Your intuition will give you all kinds of signs. I mean, some <laughs> one relationship, no lie. Like I, I woke up nauseous, like every day I was in that relationship. And then like the minute we ended the relationship, the next day I, I was like, my anxiety was so much lower and things like that. And I was like, oh my God, my poor body, my intuition, you were trying to tell me this entire time to get the fuck out and I didn't listen. So just listen to yourself. It can be hard to know someone's true intentions, but yeah, you, you have other ways of finding out. And if you are a hopeless romantic like me, sometimes we just feel like life is a movie and when people are love bombing us, we just want to like go ahead and like dive into that relationship. But no, uh, like you said, we really need to take things slow and this is why boundaries are so important. And there are times like how, when I said like you don't have to hook up with every guy you're seeing, like you really need to like set um, these boundaries and like decide when and where that's going to be happening it might be hard like when you are put into a situation where like like there's no way you guys are not hooking up but that's why you need to plan around those situations like don't go on dates to the movie theater like maybe he's gonna try something that you're not ready to do yet and stuff like that and when you do catch feelings you really need to be true to yourself I've caught feelings here and there but I stay fucking aware all the time and I know I'll throw the man away if he makes me look stupid so <laughs> I even have feelings for someone as we speak but that won't stop me from throwing the whole man away like I said if he doesn't respect my boundaries or if he makes me look stupid I know he has options as I do and if he ain't a good fit for me, it won't be the end of the world. I'll just mine all the gold and enjoy the time it lasted. Yeah, and the attachment can make us overlook some things. But personally, I will always walk away from my relationship where there is no resolve. Yeah, and, you know, if you do catch feelings, like, and you want to hook up, it's okay. You know, it is what it is. But as long as you manage it and... You trust the actions, not the words a person says to you. So like Deanna mentioned earlier, attachment is a huge aspect of it. And just to briefly touch on it, there's anxious attachment, avoidant attachment. And we need to aim to be more in the middle of the spectrum with our attachment styles. And sexual chemicals can make you literally addicted to a person. And narcissists actually weaponize intimacy of all forms. So um, staying self-aware and not romanticizing your relationship or connection uh, is paramount. And also going back to like trusting actions and not words, um, when you're circle dating and you're observing these men, you need to watch out for sketchy shit like I told you guys. For some, it might be 
like they are always liking this one girl's photos and this might sound like a little bit psycho like looking at this but that means something uh for me personally it's when a guy follows a bunch of girls that like people know like they're not famous girls or whatever but like they're known like in our hometown or whatever but those girls do not follow him back like what (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like small things like that are the way okay this is this is something big for me I really like I said I really want to like observe these men and like how they act around me and a no-no for me is like when I'm with them and I can feel how when there's a girl entering the room makes him like act different like what like you are disrespecting the time that I'm giving to you like you're here to see me and to talk to me like why are you acting different when a girl's coming in like why do you want to like what like no like that's just wrong yeah and you know detaching yourself from whatever he says to you or she says to you in that in the time you guys spend together and kind of looking out for these signs. And I know they say, like, if you look for something, you're going to find something. But, you know, you have to look out for yourself, man. Nobody's going to straight up tell you, like, hey, yeah, I'm playing you. Like, you have to figure this shit out. So um, unless a person makes themselves relevant in my life, they're considered irrelevant. But also, on the other hand, psychopaths like who could be like targeting you and won't quit until you give them a shot like there's a difference between someone pursuing you and someone who invites themselves into your life without knowing you and your permission so it's sometimes hard to tell the difference but that's what your intuition is is for and a lot of times like I'm sure a lot of girls can relate to this is like you've known exactly who the girl is that he's cheating on you with without or you know he's cheating on you without him giving you like any kind of sign like you just have that feeling intuition ladies intuition seriously so you know by him following all these girls without ever meeting them like like I said that's so thirsty and it just means like he doesn't value you and a lot of times we're like oh you know maybe he's doing this because of this but trust the actions not the words because you're making excuses for someone you can only judge a person by what they're showing you and when you're detached and you see this shit like you know maybe that doesn't bother you because you're also dating around so um just have fun be present and have fun like for me I kind of don't care because I'm circle dating too I mean, I don't go out there and follow people I haven't met, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm out there just casually getting to know people. And, you know, when you're just sitting there planning your whole future together after just hanging out with them for a few times, you're like putting all this expectation and pressure and just setting yourself up for disappointment and like sucking out all the fun that you guys could be having. Like, relax take it day by day if they like you they're not gonna go anywhere uh I mean for me like a guy gets kicked off the roster when he I have like a three strikes you're out rule you know like if I'm 
if I see so many red flags, then he's off the roster and, you know, next. And the red flags will help become more clear when you have a checklist of your values. Like, it'll help keep your dating pool. And I said help. It's not a guarantee. But it helps. <laughs> keeping your dating pool free of monsters hiding in plain sight and it'll help manifest the one for you Mm -hmm. and also like sometimes we don't have to like follow the checklist there are some things that can be deal breakers that you just like notice intuitively so you don't really have to stick with the checklist it's all about what you're observing and what you're feeling But some green flag checks that have worked out great for me so far are these. So they take an interest in my interests. They want to and give a good impression to my family. They see me as capable of anything because honestly, you guys, I hate it when people or men just see women as like not being capable of doing all these amazing things so yeah that's like a big thing for me someone who is a listener is able to be vulnerable is supportive of my personal growth they're able to have a fun or a childish side they accept my past without judgment and okay so these things also i want i would love for them to possess but also I need to possess so I can't be asking for them to be like all these amazing things without me giving the same to them so you really out of respect for that person you gotta give it the same amount of effort that they're giving you they have their individual interests they respect your job your privacy they're not comparing me to others they don't push me into anything they have confidence in self, they respect my individuality, oh, and this is huge for me, they need to respect my individuality, and that I am the way I am, because I hate it when people want to change me, or are not okay with how I do things, or what I think about life, so yeah, they're able to admit mistakes, they're willing to cope with ups and downs they're accepting me for who i am they're not trying to change me like i said before we have tools or we create tools for a healthy conflict we're honest there's consensual sex and they're (laughs) considerate about me and my needs they're encouraging they value my point of view there's mutual respect and Every once in a while, he gives me compliments, for sure. And again, obviously, not everyone will be able to check all these boxes, but you do have to worry when they check less than half of them. And what is elemental here is your deal breaker. So these you either build over time with experiences. For me, this was a really bad experience. Like, my karmic relationship was able to teach me everything I did not want to have in a relationship. And these, like, over time, like, you know, and right away, like, I don't ever want to feel this way. So, like, now I know what to, like, watch out for and this is going to be a deal breaker for me. Or they're just things that might be obvious or, like, well-known. So, some that I have are that... They either abuse me emotionally, physically, or spiritually. That's a deal breaker right away. They're lazy. 
I hate laziness. These, like, also, like I said, they adjust, like, what you prioritize and stuff like that. They make me look stupid, and that could either be, like, they have, like, wondering eyes, is flirting, doesn't give me or show me respect when I'm around, and, like, obviously, like, is cheating on me. They're sexist, is mean to others, speak down to others, and disrespects children and animals. And these are just a few, like I said. I won't be going over, like, everything that I have written down, but I did go over of the ones I think are the most important, and I hope these help you figure out what you want and a special other and honestly this might sound like really overwhelming like oh my god i have to do like all these things just to figure out if a guy really wants to be with me and whether i want to be with him and like if is if this is even going to work out because it's literally a business decision nowadays dating but no like with time like with having a roster and circle dating it'll just become second nature to like figure out right away like who's right for you and who's not who's like faking it who's being real with you who is a deal breaker and who is not and when you meet a good one okay guys when you meet a good one it depends on what you want at the moment either want fun and just friends with benefits i mean it all depends like if you want to commit already okay like go ahead and commit with that one like i said like you don't need a date everyone who that you like but if you really think you met a good one you gotta weigh your options and see where you're at or your career do i really like wanna be doing this because like this is gonna inevitably affect my career and my life but if you're looking for commitment and the feeling is mutual and you've vetted him then we wish you guys a happily ever after but that's the thing vetting him so figuring him out obviously we don't want you guys or we don't want to like emphasize going all psycho and i don't know stalking him and stuff like that but like the obvious just watching him when you're around him and seeing how he behaves how he treats you how he treats others and just like noticing sketchy things like on social media and things like that Alright guys, that concludes our episode for today. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast as much as we enjoyed making it. Stay safe out there. Date safely, please, if you must. And listen to us next time. Bye!